You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good news. It's R A D. Just the good stuff, baby. Hello, 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 we everyone. We're here. We're doing it live. <laughs> We're back. Indiesaurus network is now a thing radish is a part of it uh a lot of confusing stuff going on we hope to clear it up for you uh i I know i know it's been you know a lot in the news lately very controversial stuff going on but we have a new network and uh we are now on the indiesaurus uh twitch channel uh we also have a guest today hello hooks it's me that's hooks hi hooks hello that's our friend hooks yeah so i guess uh let's let's introduce introduce our, our fantastic guest uh, fun fact, uh, our friend Hooks here actually hosted a show in the Before Four, uh, before the pandemic, at the PAC in West Hollywood, in which Will and I wrote joke pitches for. It's um, true. And not just yeah. pitches, actual jokes. <laughs> yeah, actual <laughs> jokes. A lot of our actual <laughs> jokes ended up, Will's, I was very bitter, Will, a lot of Will's jokes ended up more than mine. But uh, what can I say? It's because I'm very sad. And that's the secret sauce. <laughs> that but is the secret sauce. I will say, to uh, to help nurse your wounds, it was a live show in front of actual people. And what was what was your favorite role? What did you get to do at the beginning of every show? My my other job, other than joke pitches, was I got to hold uh, Dick Wolf, also known as Dickers. Um, Hooks' dog. dog. Uh, <laughs> not, had, not, not Hooks' dog, the, the TV producer. <laughs> yeah, I got to hold Dick producer. Wolf. I, I cradled him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I cradled her and uh, didn't have any lines or anything. I was just no. the dog holder. The dog um, holder. The dog was the co-host. The dog so. was the co-host. And yep, it was a great time. I would it have loved to see that. Um, I no, guess, you know. Uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? Maybe something might be coming up soon that we'll talk about right this second. Uh, fun fact, Hooks is bringing uh, an iteration, I'll say. This is an evolved form of Late Night Hooks Up to Indie Source Network. It's uh, true. And, and we'll be streaming it soon. So uh, did you want to talk a little bit more about uh, Can Ham and, and all the fun stuff that's going to be going on there? Well, like many people in the pandemic, uh, I had a lot of time to evaluate um, and reflect and reflect on time and mm, <clears throat> and really yeah come to terms with how irrelevant and nonsensical just time seems to be uh, so <laughs> I was a late night host and now I've decided to pivot to daytime programming with the mm. full understanding that neither of those monikers mean anything and that it's just really all just a facade for saying, I want to host a variety show. Because apparently, <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. I guess you can say that, can't you? Well, I mean, in terms of, like, Hollywood. Okay. You guys, yeah, in terms... you are cool. You're cool, and, like, you let me say well, anything. No, let's but... not say that. <laughs> I'm still we won't go here, that You're pretty cool. I... I'm dressed like I sell like guns to children in a video game. Like I dress like someone <laughs> goes to okay. hand over I will gold say, and I'll slide you a revolver. If you had had like um like a like a Twitch ba- like a what is it, a Zoom background, and I didn't mm-hmm. see the the pirate 
uh, flag in the background. Oh, here we go. I really like that. You could pull off that shirt. That shirt has like Mark Harmon summer school vibes. <laughs> oh my it's, god, it's a good shirt. Okay, so don't, don't blame pull it the off shirt. We're on Twitch. And, okay, and, and for the for the podcast radish fans, this is like um, if you type in vaporwave aesthetic, and then it's like, but what would Arthur? pick from that <laughs> that is will's shirt I, 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 it's a shirt that looks like my favorite food is cocaine <laughs> and i mean arthur the the pbs uh the aardvark, aardvark i, I understood yes. what, which arthur not dudley moore not but arthur then also Miller, the perhaps dudley moore <laughs> <laughs> also maybe dudley moore it's a good shirt but at any rate, no. Uh, so the, the the show is just it's just a good old fashioned variety show, and I just thought, what would a daytime show look like? Because it doesn't seem like there's any daytime programming for Gen X and millennials. No, I was born in 1993. Daytime show has never been in a has, sentence to me. Yeah, it's it like they've really just plateaued as a form. And I want to try and explode that form a little bit. I feel like we could reinvigorate it. There, there could, there's something there. People are awake during the day. I work third shift when I was working. Um, so I like watching stuff during the afternoon. I don't 100%. Know. Yeah. 100%. So, at any rate, it's just going to be a fun. We're going to talk about pop culture. We're going to talk about celebrity stuff. We're going to talk about trends internet trends um but then also you know the news you need to get you through the week mm. Mm. i hear that mm-hmm. i hear it's that like a, like a npr plus yes. plus uh i'm trying to think of a variety host i don't know uh, american <laughs> bandstands is the first thing i thought of right? That's what I'm saying. classic all, millennial everything that <laughs> all of the uh the things that you want to put on like a Pinterest board, they're all references from the 70s. I'm like, why do we not have anything current? That's just like... The, oh. the last the last good daytime talk show was hosted by Jeff Probst. It was canceled way too soon. Oh, wow. What was that? What was it that? Was, it was called like the Jeff Probst show or something. It like aired oh, for man. half a season. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I was... Can I was going to suggest uh, the Rosie O'Donnell show. I I have fond memories of that one. Same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson has a show now where she talks to people over Zoom. Uh, I think it was supposed to be in person, but <laughs> plans fell through. And now she talks to monoliths <laughs> like she's an Evangelion. Um, I think Drew Barrymore has a show, too. Oh. That she does. I... <laughs> Do you have opinions I'm not on sure Drew Barrymore? Barrymore? No, she has a show. She has she a, show. Have a show, and I feel like they did not select writers and a team for her deserving of what her show could be. Mm. You need very Drew Barrymore specific writers. You can't right. just get any old person off the street. And I think that they did just get mm. some people <laughs> off the street. We're talking John B. Talking me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, did, I hope she got renewed. Good. Good luck for season two, Drew Barrymore. Uh, 
I'm not super... too good luck. We have a show. We're going to run as counter programming, so we do yeah, want, exactly, exactly. Slightly less good luck than us. Yeah, less good luck than us. Super excited for canned ham uh, coming next month, possibly. Um, yes, I believe it will be it will be debuting in May, coming to the internet near you. Yes, um, we're super excited for that, uh, and we're super excited to have you on for radish. We have a, a really great. Uh, lineup of stuff we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we have a lot of good news. We're going back to Cheese Watch, baby. We got some new uh, news on Chuck E. Cheese. We uh, got some news on uh, a new discovery that's been made that's got me very riled up. Uh, Sean brought some news. Uh, Sean's also going to be doing some ASMR for us today on today's podcast. Uh, Will's going to be talking about some uh, cool short horror flicks. Uh, I'm going to be bringing back Mr. Netflix. I got a Netflix show that I'm excited to talk about. And we're super excited to hear about Hook's latest trip. They actually got back from Vegas today by bus. Yeah. Right before <laughs> recording. Um, which I'm excited to hear about that, just for one. Just taking a bus from uh, LA to Vegas. I'm sure there's some great stories there. But, it was uh, incredible. I'm it sure was it was. Mostly me sleeping, but it, it was incredible. I'm sure you had great dreams. Uh, I'd like to hear about that as well. Maybe off, 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 uh, offline. Uh, also, uh, you saw a really cool art exhibit there and uh, the Pinball Museum. So super excited to hear about all that stuff. And then we're going to wrap it up with the state of movies in 2021. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know if you guys caught the Oscars last night. It was terrible. Um, no one did. No one did. I, Sean, I and, Sean and I did. Um, I caught a little bit. I was, I was right. switching Sean back and forth. Off. So that's exactly my point. What's going on with, with movies in 2021? Um, I'm Tyler. I'm your host. Also, call me Tyler Dactyl. At least that's what the lifeguards called me when they threw me off the high dive. Oh. Okay. No. I mean. <laughs> no, but. I mean, I, had a, I was going to riff on that, but I just want to make sure there's no, like, you know. I mean. Before I joke. I was, that's something I mind to joke about. You didn't You so didn't want to trigger any trauma. I understand, Will. Right. And that's very compassionate of you. I've also fallen off a high dive, and I don't joke about it. Respect. Feel free. Feel free. It was, it was clever of the lifeguards, whether it was real or not. It's pretty. It was pretty great. Uh. Oh, it's a new month for me. Um, boy. Uh, let's go. Uh, Sean's of Brunswick East. Hey, everyone. That's I'm Sean. Uh, what? We're going, we're going full King Gizzard month. Uh, there are uh, 17 albums. Yeah, there, there are 17 albums to choose from in four weeks, so we'll see what goes on. But, yep. To catch Hooks okay. up to speed here, he has a new artist every week that he does a bit about. Try to yeah. every month. I try to have a, a, a. I for the entire history of this show, I've never been able to have like a superlative like Tyler Dactyl. Um and so this year, yeah, I'm trying, that went over so well. I, I'm trying uh, uh, album puns with my name, with the artist I'm currently listening to a lot. I see. I see. I see. Mm. What's your Instagram uh, handle? I'm... Oh, uh, uh, Sean M. Barry for uh, just usual stuff, and for my record collection, as you see behind me, my. Anthony Fantano esque window. Uh, it's Idiotechnica. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come up with some. That's why Tyler is, is like on the ready with Tyler Dactyl, because he's just mm. like reciting stuff that he's done with his name. You gotta you gotta play with your name, and the best place the to play with your name all over the place is your is your your handles. 
You know, like before the app in the in your Twitter, how you could just change that up and you do stuff for like Christmas. That is true. It's uh, and it's funny you say that, Hooks, because at the beginning of the year, the whole thing that inspired this bit is still my Twitter like display name. It's Sean De- the Beach, uh, which is when I was listening to a lot of Neil Young back in like February or January. Um, and it was sorry, it was Sean. Sean the Beach. Instead of on the beach, it's just Sean the Beach. It's pretty easy. It's, it's, it's pretty a basic. Tenuous pun at best. Yeah. <laughs> I was Great album. so many layers to then go to Neil Young. <laughs> I'm a Neil well, Young. If you look, Sean. <laughs> we'll just do all the plugs at the top. If you go to that Sean Barry on Twitter, still to this day, it's a it's a takeout photo of Neil Young waving in a beach chair. Uh instead it's my face where Neil Young's is. Uh, okay. that my is friend that Luke is? made. Uh, You're selling me as a whole uh, image, image with text. Right, I I, I can now, yeah, yeah. I just want you to know we're on the level in terms of like keeping the name pun handle and going with that. Um, Well, I I retract (laughs) my assistance, and now I see that I understand more what I'm working with. Oh yeah, I love how how Hooks was here. Hooks was here not even 15 minutes, and they're like, I understand where everybody's at here. And uh, <laughs> that's what we want for our guests. Get a lay of the land. <laughs> uh, I'm Will, and they used to call me Ankylosaurus because uh, my head was shaped like that. Um, <laughs> something something fun I've been doing this week, if Sean's doing his, his weird record thing, is something uh, this week I've, I've started collecting Pokemon cards again to finish off my base set because I'm pretty close. Hell and, yeah. uh, if you want so to inject joy directly into your life, buy a bunch of set of single Pokemon cards in the mail. Because every day you get mail for like two dollars, and every day it's like Nido King. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like you want to you want to make your day better? Get mail and open it, and it have Machamp in it. Like that's the way to like make your day. That's done more than Zoloft, and it costs like a dollar just to get Caterpie sent to me by some guy in Wisconsin. I love I that. I support this. I yes, I'm on that link. Yeah, I'm, I'm filling it out. We're almost there. Base set one's almost done. Wow, good on you. Good on you. Everybody needs a, a weird live, little live hobby my dreams. Like um, hey, hey, sorry. Yeah, that's not not weird compared to other stuff. Let's talk about the good news. We got some Patreon followers, so I had to stick on three or four bars to the. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, we did. Th- thanks everybody who who uh, donated to the IndieSource Patreon. Um, so a few good news stories this week. Number one, hooks. Have you been kind of staying up to date with Chuck E. Cheese and how it survived this pandemic? I the last I heard was that they had uh, snowed people into buying their pizza by by. Pretending to be De, De Pasquale's or Pasquale's, yeah. Okay. You're, hey, Pasquale's. you're you're pretty up to date on the cheese watch. I um, if if I if it makes Twitter trends, I generally fall. That's how I consume my news. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Same. Yeah. So. You're, you're, I don't have cable, so you're like, or TV. Don't, oh, don't wow. attach me to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, so we got some new Chuck E. Cheese news. There's a local Chuck E. Cheese in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm not going to call them out. That during pandemic and shutdown, it had become infested. 
just absolutely infested with mice. And now they're in a moral conundrum because <laughs> mice have given Chuck E. Cheese everything that it has to this day. I mean, it's it's head, it's head guy. Charles Entertainment Charles Cheese Entertainment is a mouse. Cheese. Yes, is a mouse. The big cheese. <laughs> the big cheese himself. Um, also, fun fact, Will is connected to the CEO of Chuck E. Cheese on LinkedIn. <laughs> so is my sister. He will accept anyone. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're, they're in this world. Oh, good for him. They're they're in a moral conundrum on whether or not to kill these mice. So, I don't know what the other option is here. If I'm going to be completely honest, it's like, I mean, all right, okay. we'll give this one to the mice. We're closing down for good. Here is my pitch. They they do like a a mouse scholarship where they take their best and brightest mice, um, and then they train them to do like mouse circus acts and then they have like a, a side part of their Chuck E. Cheese. No, actually, you know what? They they raise so much money by letting people see the circus mice that then they're able to expand their operations and rebuild a, a grander uh, Chuck E. Cheese for the children. Oh, that's, I, that's so There's wholesome. a big problem with that, though. Oh. What? Which is, if you give a mouse a scholarship, it's going to ask for free housing. Oh. <laughs> God. And, then, and then where does it end? <laughs> and this is in the Bay Area, where real estate's not cheap. You know, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> this could be a socialist utopia for mice that then expands and is it, uh, inspires the rest of the country to to see that we could actually um through mutual aid with our mouse neighbors uh we we could build a better tomorrow you, we've established chairman mouse <laughs> <laughs> good lord oh boy good lord well good luck to that chuck e cheese um just whack them all <laughs> I mean, I think I know what's going to happen there. But... Got the facilities for that. I mean, yeah. alternately, it's not really. It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, right. Put them in the slide. No, here's the here's the real no-brainer: is you train them on how to cook the pizza, and all you got to do is hire any Joe Schmo off the street and put them on their head, and they cook the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but you pay them in cheese. It's not like you pay them with actual dollars and cents. That's true. It's the big news, the big news story here, and why this is good news is I just assumed every Chuck E. Cheese was full of rats. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're cleaner than we thought. If this is news, this is the, the, at least the first or one to be like brave enough to admit it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> guys, they're real bad here. I know they're bad everywhere else, but that's <laughs> now I'm just imagining a, a Chuck E. Cheese demands. a Chuck E. Cheese like caricature like coming out and hugging the children and stuff and taking its head off and it's only rats just hundreds Rat of King. rats just hundreds of rats inside the siashan uh all right ne <laughs> next <laughs> next article um <laughs> i'm super excited about nightmare I'm super image. duper nightmare. excited about this a new scientific discovery has been made in the world of paleontology there is a new shared relative between us and the pterodactyl they have discovered the monkey dactyl, and the it is 
<laughs> which eventually evolved into the Tyler Dactyl. But the monkey Dactyl is the cutest, most precious little mm. dinosaur that I have ever seen. And uh, I just wanted to make that announcement that, that a monkey Dactyl exists. Jurassic Park, please give that to me in the next movie. Is it a flying <laughs> monkey him. like in The Wizard of Oz? Not, not like Wizard of Oz. So it's it's not like, it's kind of like the flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz, but if it was a wyvern, you know what you know, a wyvern is? It's like a dragon, but it doesn't have its own wings. It has wings on its arms. So it's like... It's very Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, and it's got thumbs that can touch its other fingers. And that's what distinguishes it as opposable thumbs. So uh, I'm super happy about that. I, and I this doesn't terrify you. Oh, of course. I mean, hey. We run a we run a dinosaur themed podcast now. Oh, fair, fair, fair. No fair, dinosaurs fair, fair, fair. are scary. Uh, also, T Rex news. Not, I didn't come on to dinosaur shame. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. How dare you? Um, Monkey Dactyl <laughs> was just discovered, around. and we're already shaming it. Uh, speaking of shaming, I want to shame Sean for bringing this one because he brought a news story and said we have to use it. So I used it, and here's the it's not even, here's the thing. <laughs> Okay, Sean, defend yourself. That was a joke. I didn't mean to actually use it. I just thought it was well, a funny tweet. Now we're going well, for it. So yep, put it in the goof well, channel, not the up. official channel. Uh, I, I did. That's even apparently, more. Apparently, so. apparently, <laughs> otters can get COVID, and Sean wanted everybody to know. Otters. This is otters can get COVID. If this doesn't convince everyone to go get the vaccine right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> This is what unifies us. I just I'll go get it again. It, was, it wasn't it wasn't the headline that got me. It was the fact that the person who tweeted it. Hold on, let me give him proper credit. Uh, the picture of the otter does look exasperated. Oh, it was Seeks. It was yeah, seventy Seeks. Uh, she tweeted it with just like the headline, and then it was Rachel Dratch's Debbie Downer from yeah. SNL. Which reminded me, that's one of the best sketches of the past 20 years. But oh my just god. Wait, that just, just you wait. The best SNL hasn't even aired yet. We are um, not. I, don't, oh, that is, don't, <laughs> do not besmirch good news with that. <laughs> you're, right, you're, yet. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, of course. Um, he turned that, himself into a pickle. It, it, it wasn't, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not good news. I hope the otters are okay. I adore little otters. Even like the, the picture that they use in the headline, the little, uh, just the the otters frowning. It's just the biggest frown in the world. That's Poor okay. The guy. otters are getting the Novavax vaccine. It'll all be okay. okay. How's an otter gonna get COVID? There's normally <laughs> there's normally a layer of glass between the, you know the the humans and the otters. Unless well, there's an otter, so Machine okay. Gun Kelly has had well, to do his album tour you know for someone. That, uh, in Asia, having an otter is like a much more <gasps> That's normal right. thing. And I know oh. this because during the pandemic, one of my YouTube rabbit holes is I've subscribed to Addy the Otter, and it's A T Y <laughs> the Otter <laughs> on YouTube. Shout out Addy! Um, really, really friend of the show. Fun, wholesome videos, but it is this man who takes this <laughs> otter all over Japan. Um, and they visit oh, place. parks and <laughs> water places. They hang out with other otters sometimes. Um, it's a lot of they need to keep that social distance. Having too much fun. 
Um, and 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 Cheetan. Cheetan's an otter in Japan. It's a it's a Japanese mascot. Got it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's right. Yep, it was very um, popular. So I'm just saying, I think the otter human relationship is maybe more popular than we realize. That's true. I wish it were more That's popular true. here. Yeah, all I got is a dog. Yeah, I know, same. A dry um, dog. What'd you say? And that was uh, that was the good news and Sean's news. Okay. Um, so on to show and tell. So uh, this is the part of the podcast where we all bring something. It's fun every time. <laughs> I just think they're neat. <laughs> Uh, Sean did it last week. Talk, <laughs> talked, and then <laughs> didn't realize the song was playing. <laughs> uh, show and tells. Uh, hooks will save the best for last. Uh, so why don't we get started with uh, with Sean? I'm super excited about yours. Oh yeah, mine's uh, another real quick one. Um, but I am also real excited. So I don't know what's happened to my brain in the past couple months, but all of a sudden, uh, my like. Uh, wild olive uh, cravings that I've been getting with, you know, martinis and just like snacking has turned into pickle cravings. And so now I've tried, you'll notice I'm, I'm drinking a, a, a pickle martini tonight. It's a little, wow. it's a little grotesque. It's a little vulgar, um, but it's fantastic. Uh, sorry for everyone who doesn't like pickles. I, I know this is a, a genetic mutation. I don't judge you. Just give me your pickles. It's great. Um, and in any case, give me your pickles. Give me. Your pickles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been following this brand on Instagram for a while, and I've been shopping around. And when I started like craving pickles more often, uh, I was like, "Oh, I should find these guys and try them out." And I am very glad that I did. And it is. This is not sponsored. Grillo's pickles. Uh, they. You'll notice this is like just a, a similar to my water cup um can't promise this isn't gonna become a water cup sometimes (laughs) uh (laughs) this does look like white vinegar in any case uh grillis pickles has like the freshest cucumbers and just like the most like discernible like there's no radioactive you know lime lemon lime gatorade yellow liquid they're floating in you can just tell it's white vinegar dill and garlic and that's all these guys are floating in and they are the freshest like just most delicious pickles i have had they are have even convinced my girlfriend who's not a pickle fan that pickles can be good uh and i have just been absolutely delighted to snack on these throughout the day um i typically don't put them in my martinis because i think they're better than that but for the sake of the show for presentation uh clarification when you say they're better than that do you mean the pickle is better than that or the martini is better than that the pickle is better than that. This is That's like this I is thought. just like a it's pure a like snacking pickle. I put little Vlasic, like little tiny snackums, dill pickles in here for like garnish. And that's what I use. That's why it's it's green. Uh, I use that pickle juice for this. The martini um, is worthless and, and they know it. Uh, it's a delicious drink. But I thought I'd give you all a crunch test. They're not, I will say, no, no hate against Grillo's pickles. Love them. Favorite pickle. They're not the crunchiest. So I can't promise like a true like crunch test on this. Um, in any case, Grillo's pickles, bottoms up. That's the tastiest crunch I ever hoid. <laughs> Hooks, you are precisely right. Um, Give us another one, Sean. 
Okay. Give us that. Give us that. Give us that crunch right out of the. That's a, that's. It looks like a good pickle, and I'm not a pickle fan. Mm. These have the Is power it? to convert pickle fans because they're not like little. They're not like little. Uh, you know, discs or whatever the, the hamburger chips. They're full like quarter spears, and they're just great to snack on. Reasonably sized. They just taste fresh. If you're like a veggie fan or a cucumber fan, you can taste it and like, oh, these are good fresh pickles. Um, now, I know Grillo's has. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I have, I have a second non-pickle related question. Mm. Oh. Okay, and it is you held up your water what cup. What is a pickle? Your water cup is um, <laughs> a thirty-two ounce like soup container, and I. Um, oh. I have no judgment, but my question is: Did you work in a restaurant? No. Uh, well, I worked at Starbucks, but two things, Hooks. One, uh, I used to watch a lot of Bon Appetit videos uh, back in the past, before, you know, 2020, whatever. Uh, two, um, uh, we are big fans of pho in this house, and in the past year we've had a lot of pho delivered. Fair. And they come delivered in this. In those and containers, yes. Dis- yes, despite the, the, the hate, not hate, but just like the, the backlash hate. I've gotten over hate, uh, over using these these are cups these are for all intents and purposes cups and it i could is. put a lot of you said it yeah. yourself 32 they're, they're ounces concave. of water 32 ounces that is half the daily amount i need when i'm recording when i'm just doing stuff around the house i i'm set this is fantastic so yes i do yeah, again use no these. shame as someone who has mostly worked in restaurants um for like the majority of my life um it is definitely almost a telltale sign of a cook. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, so I learned that it was from why watching. I was, I was just curious. Uh, I have never seen a a civilian, as it were. Uh, <laughs> he's he's put in enough time at Starbucks that I think I was we can I was a barista for nine him. years, so I, I I've I've had my time behind a bar. That's fair. Um. That's fair. <laughs> I I just uh yeah, it was the. It's a very kitchen. It's a kitchen thing, yeah. Thank you for bringing for. that to this, though, because it's everyone thinks as well, and I <laughs> yes appreciate exactly. that. Finally, Sean is the Ayn Rand of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. That's not. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh uh. No 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 no. Want to be strong? Well, uh, we have absolutely not. No 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 no. Uh, but yeah, grilled pickles. Dissent. They're oh oh. Sorry. Go ahead. We have some dissent in the chat before we wrap this up. Uh, Colby is saying Clausen pickles are the superior pickle. And let me handle this. <laughs> I will. Colby, I was like you once. My eyes had not, my third eye had not yet opened. The Grillo's pickle is superior. This whole ass garlic in there. Yeah, it's it's Colby. Like, I understand. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm eating, like, Vlasic right now. Like, in my, you know, this is Vlasic pickle juice. Uh... You, you just gotta try Grillos. They're <laughs> a fantastic even. brand. Uh, they've got T-shirts, which I might buy. They've got partnerships with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, they've got uh, pickle de gallo that you can buy. Sounds pretty delicious. I'll you know go for it. But you can find it at Whole Foods. I think Kroger. They're you know uh, equivalents. Not sure about Publix. I think you can buy it at Publix. Just, you can go on the Grillo website, find where you can find it. For, for us uh, West Coast affiliates, that's a, that's a Ralph's buy. Ralph's. Got it. Maybe an Albertsons. Um, Probably better luck at an Albertsons. Yeah, highly recommend. If you're not a pickle you, fan, I can't say this will convert you completely. But if you're around someone, if you're hanging out in an apartment, 
uh, where someone has Grillo's pickles, give it a try. It may convert you. You know, especially this summer, I feel like we're going to be out. We're going to be uh, at barbecues. We're going to be uh, seeing things with, 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 with fresh faces. Uh, it's a great time to try something. Try something Absolutely. new. Get outside of your comfort zone. Eat a pickle. Pickle summer. Funniest thing I've ever seen. Colby says, I'll try any pickle once. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if, anyone, if anyone's watching the stream, just take a, a screenshot of this and send it to me. And I'm going to send it to Grillo's. I know we promised that I would eat a whole jar of pickles on, uh, on stream. Can't, can't do that right now. I just had dinner. Um, but the pickles are delicious. And they are infinitely snackable. I mean, look at the guy. He was there before Pickle Rick was. It's a handsome looking pickle. He's a handsome looking, yes, relaxed pickle. pickle. I wear that hat. Absolutely. <laughs> That's, this is, Hooks, you were talking about it. This is what I want for summer. I yeah. want just, you know, hanging out in a lawn chair, sunglasses, and a hat. I want to be a pickle. Sean <laughs> <laughs> the Beach. Funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the you? only pickle I've ever had for dinner. That's, like, that's not Sean's aside. I've, I've uh, yeah. summer aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Pickles. Got the green, Sean. Got the green uh, wall behind you. See? Pickles. And you could, Sean, like next time when you're going to do that radish intro, you could be like, <laughs> you'd be like, Sean, they know I love pickles, Barry. You know, like you could do, you could do stuff like that. Sean Pickles Barry is unironically a great name. It's as if you're a bank robber in the 40s. I, I see. I see where you're coming from, Hoax. I don't. I've been known as the the blank guy for a long time. I don't want to be known he's, as the pickle guy. I want to be known as your friend fair. who enjoys pickles. Who, if you don't like pickles, just pass them on over. Oh, great! Uh, but it's, I don't want to be known as pickle. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself or picklehole yourself. Pickle precisely. Don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I didn't I'll, bring I'll a single baseball quick. reference into this. Y'all should be proud of me. You know what a pickle is? We'll talk about it yeah, later. Yeah, when you get stuck in the bases. Yeah. Everyone knows what a pickle is, Sean. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to go real quick because I really didn't have one. I kind of threw mine together last minute because of a, uh, a YouTube recommendation that um, Slimy Swamp Ghost tweeted out. Uh, Ooh, I the love show. Slimy Swamp the, Ghost. Not friend, friend of the, of the show, show, really, but like, please. What? <laughs> please be a friend. Yeah, please. Uh, so I was, uh, they, they uh, tweeted out that there's a, a short film on YouTube called Curve which was absolutely terrifying. If you get 10 minutes, please check it out. It is about a uh, young lady who wakes up, uh, who doesn't seem to know where she is, but she's on the very edge of a curved surface over a giant hole. And that's the whole movie, is that she's on a curved surface, and it's hard to climb up because, you know, curved surface, and you can't get too comfortable because, you know, curved surface. And it's just the story. It's a 10-minute story about a lady holding on to the side of a curved surface. And that's the whole thing. And it's super good. Um, but that kind of put me on a, uh, a, a tangent of a good, like 10 minute horror films on YouTube. And uh, I don't know if you know this, there's a ton of them. Like if you watch this, your recommendations will be nothing but other independent 10 minute horror films. Uh, some good ones, uh, a couple of big ones that kind of became uh, like full movies after, after their, uh, YouTube debut were uh, Mama by Andy Muschietti. Oh. Uh, was, uh, was on YouTube first. Uh, so was Lights Out, uh, both of which are very, very good. Um, I, I would say a lot of these honestly work better as 10-minute YouTube 
films yeah. than as full movies. One hundred percent. Because it's the perfect it's the perfect length to like build suspense. Get like one jump scare maybe, and then like just kind of be creepy. In the case of Curve, just be like, oh god, I wouldn't <laughs> watch an hour and a half movie, but like it's great. At That's one hundred twenty seven hours. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of copy pasta or like a copy about creepy creepy pasta. Not copy pastas. Not like for the, for the troops. Uh, creepy pastas. <laughs> uh, somebody made one for the the smiling man, which is my least favorite creepy pasta slash favorite creepy pasta, uh, which is really good. Uh, then of course you've got you know unedited footage of a bear, and this house has people in it. The two Alan Resnick masterpieces um, mm. that are we're on Adult Swim, but are also I'm pretty sure on YouTube on Adult Swim's channel. Uh, but yeah, if you ever get a chance and like want something spooky, but like aren't really sure where they're great because they're first of all, they're free. Second of all, that's a 10 minute investment. And third of all, you'll probably pee yourself because a lot of them are very, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go on a go on a YouTube uh, short horror film rabbit hole and uh, tweet at us which ones you like, because there's some good ones on there. I love a good YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, this is the second oh, rabbit yeah. hole we've talked about today. Uh, love that. Um I'll go next. Yeah. It's a watch Heidi the Otter. Yeah, and then Heidi the Otter. Cleanser. Yeah, <laughs> in between. Yeah. Uh, it, it's your favorite boy. He's back. Missed Netflix. Uh, just so you know, Hooks, for some reason, we have a, uh Italian character <laughs> that's known for watching Netflix. We call him Mr. Netflix. It's the longest running gag oh. on this show. You didn't even have to explain that. I already understood it. <laughs> See, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sean. <laughs> learn a lesson. Learn a lesson. Learn this lesson here. Mr. Netflix, branding. Sean Picklesberry, branding. Get on it. Um, this week, Sean I... Sean Picklesberry is unironically very good. It is actually very, very good. I'm going to call you that. Um, <laughs> um, mistake. Should have done an anime. So <laughs> this is... This might be the most reviewed show on this podcast i'm bringing it back it was first reviewed the first season was reviewed by sean last year uh the first season was also reviewed by a member of the band glass beach on the glass beach episode that's right we we love this show on radish and season two just premiered last week uh and then three more episodes released this week so six in total are out now of the circle on netflix uh, you know me, you know I love a good reality show. Hooks? Hooks knows I love a good reality show. Uh, both being humongous Survivor fans. We will talk about that in a greater extent on another podcast at some point, I'm sure. But The Circle... It is uh, true. Yeah, very true. Uh, the Circle is... For, for those of you who might not be familiar, it's kind of like a Big Brother-esque reality show where people are all staying together in one building but everyone is separated in their own apartment and only conversing to each other through the social media uh, medium called the circle so people come on and they either present themselves as their true selves people come on they present themselves as someone else they essentially go in and, and catfish uh it is a fantastic show just in you know they had they come up with really great games uh as well as how they kind of uh eliminate people from the game and and all of the power dynamics there it's it's fantastic like if you like that part of a reality competition show uh they they really upped that portion of it this year 
they've also really upped the drama this year. I don't know if Sean would agree or not. Um, drama was something that Sean was was really wanting more of from the circle. Um, it's like me and Entourage. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Gotta have more drama. Oh, yeah. Um, this is really uh, selling me because the first season of that, I, I was like intrigued, but it wasn't enough to pull me in. Right. The first season, be it, I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, it everybody was, it, we were figuring out what it was, right? This was the first we were introduced to the circle. We were, you know, it was crazy that a cat, like catfishes existed in there and nobody knew um, that. And, and people were just kind of like figuring out how to play the game. Now that people have seen a season, people are here to play. They're here and they're they're playing the catfish right this time. They're coming in and, and they're they're knowing what to look for. But then there's also huge new twists that, it, it, like Sean texted me, it's it's like there's a there's a new um, uh, cliffhanger every single episode, and especially after each three episode burst that they released on Netflix. Um, yeah. And gotta say, Lance Bass. That's all I'm gonna say. Lance Bass. That's all I'm gonna say. That's a very poor way to catch bass. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's it's good. I've I've been really really enjoying it. Sean Sean and I text each other uh, every time it it comes on, just like fangirling. Um, <laughs> it's 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 been a tough lockdown. Uh, yeah. Hooks Hooks can tell you we we lost two seasons of Survivor. They they usually film over the summer back to back. So um, that that's my show um, and and Hooks as well. Uh, and and it's been hard missing that. I mean, Hell's Kitchen can only get you so far. It's true. Um, the circle got me there, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, okay. It's uh, uh that's so my. This is the uh, this is the Survivor Outback to the Circle Season One Survivor Borneo. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I can. This I can deal when... with that. I might. I'd be more. I might watch Season One after Season Two. Totally fair. Totally. Fair. You're not missing yeah. out on anything. Uh, I mean, there's read the manga first. You're. Yeah, you need to. There, be, you do there, need to read the manga. <laughs> There are some really good, like, I hate to say characters because they are real people, but it is reality show, so I'm oh, going to say characters. But there are some great characters uh, the first Oops. season um, that are just delightful to watch. Sean says some things like, I hate to call them characters, but they're characters, which makes me think, Sean needs to watch Survivor. <laughs> also, the way to get around that is to say the casting was great. Casting. <laughs> okay. The casting yeah. this well, season a... is really phenomenal. And I'm going to get on my I'm going to talk about Survivor all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to listen to y'all. I will start Survivor real soon. I think the cir- I mean I think the Circle season 2 is going to be up by the time it's going to be finished by the time this episode airs. Uh because oh, they keep good. dropping what three or four episodes a week and I think it's only yeah. 12 episodes. I decided yeah. to binge all of Survivor um starting in i think it was march it was like mid-march um and no you know what i think it was february i think i started this in february of 2021 of 2021 and i am at season uh 26 right now jesus i think (laughs) um will you're not do you sleep with it on no but i i'm unemployed so and i'm mostly just crafting so like th- so you know, that rules yeah. that uh, that's no that's that's the dream life that's great yeah but uh 
I have so many reality show opinions right now. So yeah, the <laughs> everything you're saying about the circle, I'm like, oh yes, yeah, something that's like current. Because the bad thing about binging reality shows, especially those first like, uh, well, we'll say like 10, 15 seasons of Survivor, they're like early 2000s. So the references and then just some of the shit that people say, you're like, oh, yeah. Whoo, that, oh, that's right. People used to think that. And that was just like totally okay <laughs> to act like that. Why? Why is there a New York City fireman on every season? And why is it all he talks about? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Even to this day, there's always some sort there's of... There's always a New York City fireman. Yeah. <laughs> they have to have, like, an EMT or a fireman or a cop or something every season. They, like, fill that role. Like, 20 hate years after time. 9-11, we're still getting that New York City fireman plug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to get a slice out here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not even sure you helped. (laughs) I will say, I I mean, I have a very loose grasp on the format of Survivor, but I will say what it has on the circle is that, as far as I know, they don't add people throughout the show, Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like the circle is still suffering when they add, like, new, you know, uh, residents or, you know, people who are... The Cousin Oliver. (laughs) <laughs> right. Like, you know, one person goes and they'll add two more people and they're super fun and da da da. But the whole it it's all weak because it's like if it's like in a in a group chat when like someone comes in and everyone else has like a storied past and no one cares to like clue the person in. And it's just kinda like, oh, of course they're gonna be in the bottom this week because no one got to know them. And I think the circle right. suffers from that. If it was a pure elimination game and it was just like or, hey, uh, Netflix, we've you've probably flagged us by this point. Let me just let me just talk. <laughs> Replace people with with bots, just like full catfish. But this is just now it's a bot, and people think they're talking to a real person. Like, oh, I'm gonna vote this person out, but they voted a bot out. Really, I'm just trying to get the mole back on TV. So you're saying case, one wanna... person, one person is yeah. playing, and the rest are bots. I'm That's talking two or three. I'm I talking one one real person going crazy, <laughs> thinking that he's talking, and they can even like Sean just turned the say that one of them is into a, a ten minute horror video on YouTube. I was gonna say this is <laughs> yes. that turns it that brings it more into more psychological abuse than I was aiming for. I was thinking like two or three people versus maybe five or six bots. No, um. and halfway through they announced that one of them was a bot. And watch them be like, whoa, I can't believe that person was a bot the whole time. Unbeknownst to the fact <laughs> that would be that, incredible. CBS, give me a big old check. Mark um, Burnett, where are you at? I know you got that apprentice money still you got to get rid of somehow. <laughs> D- deeper level, you start telling the bots that they're bots. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Ooh. All right, Hooks. Now I want to get on the excited. circle and just convince real people that they're bots, but. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, I am super excited for 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 everything that you're about to talk about. I just went. Okay. So I got fully vaxxed, and um, for those of you who don't know my my life, uh, I live in Los Angeles. Um, I live in a very urban part of Los Angeles. Um, like it's just it's just busy. Like when you walk outside my house, it's 
busy. There are constantly people around. There's constantly people walking around and I don't own a car. So for the last year, the pandemic was just like intense <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, and it was bad in LA. I mean, yeah. we're, you know, we got, we got some listeners in, in Georgia and all over the place. LA was fucked. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. So, uh, so I thought, okay, I'm going to slowly reintroduce myself um, back into society so that I will understand how to deal <laughs> with people. And then I talked to a friend and they were like, hey, I'm going to Vegas in two weeks and I have a cop room and I'm taking the bus. The bus is like $20 each way. Do you want to go? And I was like, fuck everything. Looks like I'm going to Vegas. Um, so that's <laughs> that's how I decided to reintroduce myself um for just like jumping right in just jumped in the deep end of the pool and didn't know how to swim and Ooh. was like yes uh a I, vegas pool I came out with like a there. jet ski it was great uh it was <laughs> so the whole yeah the whole trip start to finish first of all if you live in in los angeles take the bus uh it's not any different than taking a car except you are not driving um there are crazy bus people um, there were not on the way there, but on the way back, um, everybody That's still got the Vegas on them a little bit. So <laughs> it's just to kind of to be expected, frankly, um, bring some headphones. They have outlets. So you can charge your devices. Uh, the bus has Wi-Fi. It just didn't suck. It was great. Listen to Radish. Yeah. You could, I literally, I listened to a bunch of podcasts. It was fantastic. Um, Went to play pinball at the Pinball uh, Hall of Fame and highly recommend. They just moved it to the Strip. If you go to Vegas, definitely hit it up. There's no, like, Ooh. cover to get in. You just go in and play pinball. It's, uh... Is there... Do you have to... If there's no cover. Is there anywhere at the door? Do you have to dress a certain way? No. Nope. I've been turned away from places for wearing shorts. That's why I'm asking. Uh, they didn't <laughs> say anything to me. Um, the last time... Let's go put some long pants on to play pinball. They are like, hey. Uh, and other places in Vegas, they had signs that said, like, no cl club colors or stuff like that. Nope, not at the pinball place. They were like, anybody can come in. We don't care. Just, like, don't kick the machines. They don't want you to, like, Fair. be rough with the machines. And that's it. Um, really, really sweet. And it's run by just the most adorable old men. Um mm. And they'll give you a little tour of the place, but it's just a giant warehouse. Um, there it is. <laughs> no frills. There are rows of pinball. Um, and then mixed in, there's like some vintage arcade games and they'll go around and tell you different stuff. And some of the pinball is super old. Like it's worth it just to look at the art on the, the table. How are we talking? Stuff. Like... From the, I don't, I don't, Greece. yeah, like <laughs> 1930s or 40s when pinball started, I think. Wow. Um, and then they have some from like, uh, 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 they have several from like 50s, 60s, and 70s. And they are all terrible. Like, I, that's not my favorite to play. Um, I, cause they're <laughs> all history. Yeah. It, but it's just, yeah. it's, they're it's really the cool to look at. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great time, and then we walked around Vegas. We ended up hearing a, a really shitty cover band. Uh, mm. 
But and after coronavirus, you... any shitty cover band is a great cover band. Yep. Nailing it, Tyler. Nailing it. Or it could have just been Motley Crue. It could, yeah. it, <laughs> honestly, it could have been. They were doing the <laughs> shitty, it was Sublime. They did two Sublime songs, and then they said, that was for someone who requested this, and I was joking that with was my me. friend. Because they were because like, <laughs> we were ragging on them the whole time. Uh, Whoever like, that person Sublime. is is my enemy. And then they were like, I that also could have been the rest of Sublime. They were like, we didn't even mean to do that. Somebody paid us to do that. It's like, all right, I, I get it, I get it. Uh, but yeah, it was it was like both me and my friend like legit choked up, like got teary eyed by just the live band by a live Sublime band playing. And Sublime really will do that. I mean, I think it was Tom Petty uh, for that oh. particular one, but it was, you know. Yeah, that one for sure. Yeah, just, you're like, ugh, ugh. But, um. The river. But then, what I'm really here to tell you about is if you get the chance, there's, I guess, a couple of different installations that they have, but Meow Wolf uh, just opened up a thing in Vegas called Omega Mart. And it's oh. it's like an artist installation at uh, a, a large space called Area 15 um, where they have a couple of different, there's like a bunch of stuff to do there. Um, I would say get your tickets in advance for this because it when I went, they were, had already sold out for the day and we went at like noon. Um, but... For podcast enthusiasts, it has um, like a Night Vale sort of uh, reference point. It feels very, very heavily like, but if you're not familiar with Welcome to Night Vale, then it's like Twin Peaks meets Everything is Terrible, sort of like edutainment videos. Um, it's just incredible. It's like a place with like lore, you feel like it almost, right? Yes. And it's so it's very much like a yeah. You walk in and it's the the front part is themed like a mega store and it's called Omega Mart and you become an employee and they give you a little badge um, and you walk around and you can see all the stuff but the stuff is all weird. So like for example, there's a deli case and they've got tattooed chickens um, and then like just weird stuff like nothing is right um there are things where it's like an avocado costs a thousand dollars and then like a improved avocado is 77 77 uh like it just nothing makes sense and everything is actually for sale and there are like real items that you can buy but then some stuff like you obviously wouldn't buy um but the the lore part comes in where like there's all these interactive bits where you can just open up a case maybe to maybe get like a cola and you realize you can walk through it. Um, or there's like another little spot where you can just like crawl through this hole and then you end up behind the store in this like psychedelic wonderland of immersive art 
but it's also has this narrative running through it where like there were people in this town and the population's dwindling and maybe it's aliens but maybe it's robots <gasps> maybe it's robot aliens and maybe there's oh time travel but then it's just a bunch of like weird rooms that you walk around it was phenomenal like it i can't I can't recommend it enough. It's like the Infinity Rooms on acid. So. It reminds me of, uh, what's that one game? Where you, the Stanley Parable. Uh, oh. It's like a game where you play as like a guy in an office and like there's a narrator and you're just like doing things. But if you like veer from the narration, like the kind of like the, the wheels kind of fall off the narrative and like things kind of get weirder and stuff yeah it's really cool but like there's a narrator narrating what you're doing and he's trying the narrator is reacting to what you're doing in the game and trying to get you back on the kind of boring path that is the more you veer from it the more like creepy stuff you find yeah so cool and so like for example you walk through this one case um and then it it's um it still looks like Omega Mart. So there's like a calendar and it says 2019. And then there's a thing where it says employee of the moment. And then you continue in this kind of like circuitous hallway. And every turn you see that same calendar and employee, but the time and the employee has like evolved. And so like the next one is 2091 and it's like slightly different. And then, then it's like 20. 190 and then the employee looks like like kind of like a an alien and then by the time you're like through this hallway it's like 29 10 and it's just a fully giant alien is the employee of the moment so it's like stuff like that but then also there was a room that we went in and the whole thing has been intense like visually intense but there's one room that has a like uh, a strobe warning and we were like okay <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're giving us a warning on this so you walk in and the whole room is pitch black and then it strobes and as the strobe goes away the image of you in the room like from a surveillance camera is projected onto the walls and as you move, the strobe gets um, faster, and you can see yourself on the walls. And it, it felt like you were in a horror movie. And it only lasted like 30 seconds, and then you walk through have, it. I'm was having a panic attack. It was that is great. Nuts. That's horrific. We're, we're, we're doing this. Like, we're going... I mean, I don't know where the bus leaves, but I'm going to get on the bus. Union Station, it's so convenient. <laughs> That's not near Savannah, though. Oh, not all. <laughs> I'm like, for me, I just like opened my eyes. I was like, I, <laughs> you guys will appreciate this because you're all East Coast people. I was like, Vegas is going to be my new PCB. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> woof. The den of sin. <laughs> I feel like uh. PCB and Vegas are somehow weirdly like cousins anyway. Without the gambling. Vegas has some dignity behind it. Does it? Yeah. Vegas has <laughs> some like entertainment. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas has mean... some like entertainment as far as I understand. Panama City Beach has a cool go-kart track. <laughs> 
That's it. Hey, one of my friends was at a nightclub in Panama City Beach, and something hit him in the head, and it was a bolt from the rafters, and he had to leave and go to the hospital. So don't tell me there's not entertainment, because that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Right? They just have the same weird desert sort of voodoo vibe. I don't know. It, like, feels weird. feels like like you're sitting on the Tommyknockers, you know? They they nerfed PCB too they, because it's not it's no longer a spring break town. Oh wow! Because they get a lot of drinking at the beach. See, I'm yeah, old, so, now so it's I don't just, even know. <laughs> yeah, right after I graduated, they they uh, they nerfed it, and now it's you know it's just like a boring beach town. Oh. But it used to be. Oh I yeah, I was there in the heyday. TCB and PCB, baby. <laughs> I've seen Myrtle Beach tiktoks of the space you're talking about hooks and as far as i remember them none of them even touched on what you've talked about so this is absolutely fascinating and you will absolutely catch me in the near 72 hours finding a youtube walkthrough of this place it sounds vegas absolutely i i I can't do vegas i don't think i'm the type in any case this sounds so fucking cool, and well, I hope more spaces open up like this. It's throughout really the neat because it's not just like there are some spaces, especially in Los Angeles, that have opened that feel very like like there was one that was um, like twenty seven rooms or something here, um, mm-hmm. and it was it's just like yeah, I can walk through a bunch of rooms and take my picture, and everything looks like a set. I guess that's cool. This was so far beyond that. This was like. The detailing was like Disney World on acid. Like, it was just insane. Like, everything you pick, and they encourage you to touch things. They want you to, like, get involved and, like, explore. Um, And then they have, like, a whole list of all the artists that were involved in it. It's just, like, highly recommend. I I, want to try and get a caravan of people who want to go out to, they have another exhibit apparently in Santa Fe. Um, and I want to check that one out too. That's uh, this is so much more. Remember when Banksy did like his own theme park? It was kind oh, of like yeah. Disney World. Yes. This is so much more fun there. than that. Yeah. No, well, like yeah. you could like look at the rides, and they were like really like I, I get the idea that it was supposed to be like you know disgusting and like oh Disney World, you know, but it's just like. I don't know if you if, if you're gonna make a statement, make it a fun statement. If you're gonna make like, is it is it aren't aren't mega stores weird? Don't make it like you know. Aren't, isn't this gross and hard to look at? Like, <laughs> yeah, I like the, it, that's know, go in the strobe hallway. Such a great idea or such a great observation. Will like it was it wasn't it was pleasant to be in as much as it was uncanny. Um, yes. and that was that's a really hard thing to pull off. Yeah, that's. Anyone could say why it's bad. You got to make it fun and bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and art just needs more aliens. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And art really needs more stuff you can touch. I love being somewhere where I can actually like see how stuff you can was touch made. all the art at the museum once. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no longer allowed at the High Museum thanks to the Van Gogh exhibit. <laughs> Uh, I've got two handfuls of Starry Night, and they let me go. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a uh, Ray Fines from Red Dragon. Well, we're going over here. I know we had a, a fourth slot slated to talk about movies in 2021, as, as if people haven't heard about that enough. Uh, so I was more excited to hear about 
my god this amazing trip yeah and, sounds, and yeah this art it's way better uh, than we, we talked about sonic 2 and knuckles <laughs> sonic 2 and knuckles is gonna be good is Let's, that supposed to be 2021 no one knows okay <laughs> it's that's, probably early next year that will you just summed up the state of movies in 2021 yeah yes. <laughs> exactly yeah. so th- th- that's all that has to be said right moving 2021 <laughs> no one knows all right um <laughs> Let's uh let's wrap things up then. Uh, Hooks, why don't you uh, tell us where we can find all of your stuff? Oh, I'm very easy to find. I'm at Babyface Hooks on Twitter. I'm at Babyface Hooks on on Instagram. If you want to see more of me uh, in a comedy sense, I'm at Babyface underscore Hooks. Uh, but if you went to the first one, it's all linked up back and forths, as it were. Um, so yeah, that's how you find me, and I would love to chat with you. Oh, they, and they also, yeah. I will also be uh, debuting next month as as the host of Canned Ham. So you can check me out more on the Indie Source uh, Twitch uh, TV channel here, or um, I'm not sure. We'll probably have other Instagram and Twitter handles coming your way. For sure, you'll have, well, a, you'll have a homepage on the site too. So yep. they can, they can yeah. find it there. And there's already a canned ham channel. I saw that when Discord. I logged in uh, today. I was like, oh, look, I, I, I learned uh, Tyler's slowly teaching me Discord. I'm I'm getting there. Spe- speaking of, if anybody else wants to learn Discord, I'm giving free lessons. You can join at <laughs> indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Thank you, Will, for putting that up today. That makes it so easy for people to find us. I did it because I said it in last week's episode. As a way to will it into the universe, and oh, then God. forgot to do it. Hundreds so of people anyone... have missed out. Hundreds of people yeah. have missed out. They Thousands of listeners <laughs> went and were just mad. But this week they should work. Thanks. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you can find me at Master Thief Wilf uh, on on Twitter and nowhere else. Don't try and find me anywhere else. I'll, I'll stop you. Um, uh, that's all I have. I don't have anything to plug this week. I. Yeah, go to indiesaurus.com. No, you were on uh you were on into it. Uh I think you'd be into it. Yeah, but that was just a live show though. Oh, that was just a live show. No one can ever see that again. Y'all missed no, out on uh, a great show. It's actually it's on the Pack Feeder. Uh it should be over the Pack Feeder Twitch for a little while actually. That's right. So if you want right. to watch if you want to watch me talk about Persona with our friends that uh, I think you'd be into it. Um uh the video game, not the very good movie, which apparently is very good. Um <laughs> the Ingmar Bergman movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't have time for that. I have, a copy uh, I have time for a hundred-hour video game. Uh, you can that's on the uh, the Pack Theater Twitch channel. Uh, then I, I got a couple other podcasts coming out soon. Uh, one with Evan. Uh, details uh, soon on that. But uh, let's just say you're gonna want to run with your arms behind your back, not walk to the podcast. It's a Naruto podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a Naruto podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, we, we've, we've we've got the rights to headband by B.O.B. as the theme. <laughs> uh, so. We don't have the rights. We're going to do it. I like it. Uh, I've been Sean uh, Sean Picklesberry uh, Hey! Yeah! See, that was good. Sean's uh, Runswick East. Um, you can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter. Uh, Sean M. Barry everywhere else. And I should say, I feel like it's time for my quarterly reminder. It's S-E-A-N-B-A-R-R-Y. Uh, I have one of the most misspellable names known to man. 
Um, it would I, be better if it was B E R R Y. I'll kill I you. I'll, I'll, about, I will kill you. Talking about marketing. If it was Pickleberry, then yes. Absolutely not. No way. Uh-uh. Sean Dingleberry. No, 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 no. No, I've <laughs> been through the seventh and eighth grade. I'm not going to relive it. Um, I have a separate Instagram for my record collection. It's at Idiotechnica. Uh, I have no other podcast at the moment. Oh, that's about to change. Oh, tantalizing. I don't want to say God forbid because... Because he might. There may be something coming up uh, for uh, the halfway point for Halloween. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, Tune in for... uh, the Sean episode next week, and you may hear something about all the it. Land Before Time movies. <laughs> we're, do, we're gonna do all the Land Before Time movies, the most scary movies I could possibly think of, because <laughs> dinosaurs not. terrify me. I don't know if anyone noticed in the stream, but when Tyler started talking about the new Monkey Dactyl, uh, I had my AirPods out and I refused to listen. Absolutely, it's not. been eating your head this whole time on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> it lives in your walls. It sure is, isn't it? Oh God! <laughs> I was not alone in being terrified. Are people? Do we need to rebrand? Are people scared of our network? No, you guys so. are cute little. That's why I picked it. Yeah, but then when you talk about it as news, and you talked okay. about its thumbs and it's the fact that it has arm weight, I don't think you understood the description you gave. I did, and I loved it. <laughs> um, you could find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find this podcast on indiesaurus.com. There's a show page on there. Slash Radish. There we go. Thanks, Will. Uh, Check out the Discord. uh, Radish or adisaurus.com slash Radish. Slash Discord. Slash Discord. I'm doing the best at this. You are. You really are. Um, uh, Tyler's question of the week. It's fun. It is fun. It's always fun. What's the state of movies? What's the state of movies in 2021? Um, let's do it. Let's do a movies question. Has anybody got any movies that are coming out? Oh, here's one. What is a movie that's slated to come out this year that you're planning or maybe tentatively planning for it to be your first movie back? I don't know if this is my uh, first movie back. But I know. For one, you're excited. But about. I am definitely going to see Helen Mirren in that new Fast and the Furious movie in the <laughs> fucking theater. I had no idea she was in. Yes, I saw a trailer for that. Two you weeks didn't ago. I had no the, idea. That's the trailer. Is her getting in that? Blue John car. Cena and Helen Mirren <laughs> finally together. It's <laughs> be still my heart. I I usually go see stuff like Portrait of a Lady on Fire, just for the record. Hell yeah. As you should. And I am so excited to see Helen Mirren blow shit up. In, in the same vein, I will say a movie that I probably wouldn't plan on going to see in theaters at all. Um, but I'm going to see because my sister and her boyfriend are coming to town is uh, Demon Slayer's Mugen Train in theaters yeah uh watching yeah. an anime in theaters that's gonna be interesting nice. it'll be interesting to make sure no one sees you it, it's it's <laughs> as i've been to three it's not as bad uh, as long as you find the right showing and no one's How's making the smell it, the smell's yeah, not bad not if <laughs> if you see anyone dressed up with you 
uh, go ask for a refund. Just say, hey, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> there's, there's levels to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> With Demon Slayer, any level of dressed up, you gotta go. Unless there's, <laughs> unless you're in a room full of Inosuke's, then y- you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I've got tickets to go see Demon Slayer on Friday, so... I've got to All see right. it soon. I might probably I might. my first one back unless something changes between now and Friday. <laughs> so Hooks felt kind of embarrassed to bring, uh, uh, well, not embarrassed, but had to preface uh, bringing. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I wanted she, to qualify the fact that I was going to go see Fast and the Furious. Yeah, and there's three weebs in the chat. I see that now. See and yeah, so, so now I feel... you are the coolest among us. You're the coolest. You're the coolest among yeah. one here. Yes, truly. <laughs> wow. My first movie. Uh, take all was, our lunch money. It was already Godzilla vs. Kong, but I'm also planning on going to see Mugen Train in theaters because I, I, I've talked about my love for Demon Slayer on this show before. I I need more of it, and I can't wait. Well, that's Tyler's. There's <laughs> 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 never a good way to end Tyler's question. He like catchphrase like, and that's. <laughs> and that's the way Tyler's question goes. Uh, <laughs> the you, more you know. the you way answered, the crookie crumbles. I guess you answered my question. There we go. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to say it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. You're listening to an Indie Soros production.